so what you need? I'll need a, a credit card that's got no limit and a big black chain with a bedroom in it. Gonna join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet. Money talks, get you there. I want a new tour bus full of old guitars. My star on Hollywood Boulevard. Somewhere between Cher and James Dean. We're back. That has got to be one of my favorite intro music to to the Money Talks really? radio show, yes. Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. We're back. I'm Troy Harmon, here today with Jesse Thomas and DJ Barker, and uh, we've been talking about, I love to say your name that way, DJ Barker. It right. also reminds it me that your name works. is Barker and not Baker, right. which <laughs> it just works. Screw up, but, uh, All right. Switching gears. Yeah, let's do it. We have a case study this week. Uh, we have Christopher and Marion. They're 78 and 82, you know, nice o- older couple here. Um, Christopher has two IRA accounts, and when he passes, one of his accounts will go to his wife, and then we when she dies, it will go to their son, who is 52. The second IRA lists the grandson, who is 27, as the primary beneficiary. They intended these to be stretch IRAs, but the SECURE Act changes all that. Yeah, not so much stretch anymore, right? No, no. So they want to know. It's still a little stretch, yeah. right? They want to know, Tiny. is there a way <laughs> that they can keep these accounts going for their son and their grandson and what can they do and and i guess and this is jesse this is why i pulled you in this week was the question is um the irs seems to be wavering on if they have to take the money out you know the rmds out of those inherited iras over 10 years or by 10 years Mm -hmm. so that's that's another discussion yeah and the way that i understand so so i guess we probably ought to dj give us give us the basis all right well let's 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 first let's start with so if you don't know what a stretch ira is so if you inherit assets you know and and if this goes back to beneficiaries inheriting an ira um prior to 2020 so 2019 if someone passed away you could take that ira and take distributions on an annual basis through your life expectancy so your life your life expectancy it's it's put in an ira and you just take a rmd required minimum distribution annually Mm -hmm. through your life and if you were 30 that was that was a long time absolutely the secure act changed that and makes the stretch go away so instead of having you inherit the ira still it goes into that ira but instead of having your life expectancy you have to take that over 10 years 10 years max Exactly. Yeah. So that's where the stretch, what was the long-term stretch, is now a shorter 10-year kind of 10-year rule stretch, if and, you will. And the, mm-hmm. the reasoning behind that was because the government, the whole reason for a required minimum distribution is to make sure that you begin to take your money out of those accounts mm-hmm. because yes. it all comes out as taxable income to you. At, in, in retirement, a in a traditional type mm-hmm. IRA, you in retirement at, again, 70 and a half, now age 72, you are required to pull monthly or I'm sorry, an annual distribution amount. The IRS wants that or, you know, the tax they revenue, the t- right? right? That's right. essentially what it is. So instead of having it, when someone passes away, it prolongs the tax. Right. Now they've squished that to 10 years. And, and, and the limitation that. actually applies to Roth accounts as well so you've still only got 10 years but there has been a ruling that kind of clouded the 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 air did it not jesse and and it uh i I, the the original thought was 
10 years, as Kelly Lynn had mm-hmm. already laid out. Mm-hmm. Within 10 years. Within so 10 years. at any time. Now we're kind of hearing both. There's been some new wording that's come out that said over 10 years. So um, with that, it sounds more like your traditional required minimum distribution where a percentage would have to be taken, but we don't really have clarification on that quite yet. So what you're saying is originally we thought that you could wait until the 10th year and take it mm-hmm. all out and be okay. We, we were talking about this, um, about uh, kind of the, the clouding of the, of the uh, details within the, the uh, SECURE Act provisions uh, where they say it's 10 years. We thought we had 10 years to get rid of it. Now it sounds like maybe an annualized uh, removal of assets over that 10-year period, and maybe even nine years. They're saying years one through nine in mm-hmm. one of the examples the IRS gave. Um, so now we're looking for clarity once again from the <laughs> IRS. And, and basically, I think the, the guidance is wait right yeah so just so don't try it's to so I, exciting is, really if you think about it we just get to wait at <laughs> yes. this point you don't, let's not really do anything let's just hang back well yeah. i mean in what? some cases let's that's kind see. of the worst thing you can do is make that decision now right. and, and right. do it so well because you, you can't put the money back right right you, you yeah. can't put it back if you take money out you're going to be taxed on it no matter what mm-hmm. and you can't put it back if the the clouding provided by the irs <laughs> that when they were trying to give us clarity is found to be incorrect yeah, so, you know, I, I tell, you know, clients all the time, you're on a path and, and you hear these things and we're waiting on clarity. Make plans in case the path changes, but don't change your path until you know you have to. Yeah, right. I thought this was yeah. sounding like a, a hike yes. and a bear was no, going to the woods. <laughs> the IRS is a bear. The IRS. Let's, let's, let's paint, a, paint a pretty little cloud here. Yes, okay? so, oh, well. The investor's on his way to grandma's house through the woods. Yes, you know, exactly. If you're talking about the situation we have here where you have someone who is giving their IRA to their wife when they pass, and then the wife will give it to the son who's currently 52, it could be 10 years, you know, before mm-hmm. they both pass, hopefully longer. And, 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 you and brought a spouse, that the spouse can still inherit the asset, there, right? Yes, so a spouse can inherit the asset and take it in their name. And it's it still the, kind of the original rules, exactly. right? Exactly. Yes, so there's not the 10 the year, rule. but you can opt to, again, depending on the age and your personal Situation, you can opt to either put that IRA in your name mm-hmm. for your lifetime expectancy, or use it as the stretch and take that income in ten years or one through nine to be to be determined. Yes, yes. Keep, you have to TBD. keep listening back That's to right. get the information, folks. Oh, you but, got a hook now, DJ. <laughs> but but kind of what what you could run into is you know so let's say the son inherits it at sixty two and he's still working, you know if the wording turns out to be within 10 years, maybe he doesn't take anything until he retires to get into a lower tax bracket. Whereas if it's over, you know, he will have to take yearly withdrawals. And so kind of the worst thing to do is say, well, if we don't know, we'll just take it all now, pay the tax now. Turns out that wording's false and, and you could have yeah. taken it at a lower tax bracket. Yeah, yeah and this is not does, a race. And that does actually <laughs> get you in a higher tax bracket. If you were, I mean, theoretically, if you were to take the whole amount, uh, that's the fear, right? That yes. you wind up paying a, a larger amount because it would go within the year, it would become income within the year. It is taxable, taxable income, income. Yeah, at that, ordinary rates. Right. So either way, if you stretched it out, it's going to be mm-hmm. le- theoretically less tax to pay over the long term, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, you should be able to continue to to uh, compound gains on on the investment within mm-hmm. the account so it might be more over over a longer period of time absolutely i mean and i think again going to the tax that's that's a great problem to have i right. mean you, you know you're potentially going to have an increase in the value of the ira 
throughout the time mm-hmm. you know you're taking those distributions so yeah. again that's a great thing but it's also every dollar is taxable money that, that you pull out of that that account so yeah, so are there strategies that we could use to to kind of solve this issue yeah we we always get these calls you know mm-hmm. we everyone sees a hey let's convert to a Roth you know I everyone thinks they need to there are certain strategies that we can talk about but understand it's all specific to you well it's and yes. converting assets, to a Roth you could for ta- the same price convert to a taxable account well there you go exactly it, the thing about converting any money to a Roth be it for this scenario or just any scenario right. uh, that you can think of someone's going to pay the taxes yeah and it's, it's got to be paid you, within the year that it's done right exactly it's yeah. going to be you or your heirs when they inherit these assets over a 10 year period of time someone's going to pay it so do you want to pay the tax for your children now or Mm -hmm. do you want them to inherit the asset and pay the tax over 10 years that's really the conversation so it depends on what kind of jobs you have and or what your taxable income potentially is now and what their income is and and, Mm -hmm. right and And, and, well dj you brought up something and and i know you you kind of during the break, he got a little passionate and got slapped backwards by Kelly Lynn. It was pretty <laughs> ugly. I, I, I don't want to relive it, really. But uh, anyway, the, the thing is, diversifying it's, is not a bad idea, right? So yeah. if you mm-hmm. find yourself with just a traditional IRA, uh, it might not be a bad idea to put some of the money in a in a, uh, a, a Roth IRA. Absolutely. But it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. The, right. the biggest thing is when people talk about diversification, it's not just the investments within the account. It's the types of accounts that you use as well. Absolutely. Till you have taxable assets, where are those at? Do you have an IRA? Do you have a, a Roth? Do you have life insurance? Mm-hmm. Do you have a little bit of all of that? Yeah. All right. And then it's, all right, well, what's in that and what do those look like? So it's it's having multiple conversations on multiple levels because yeah. there's not a silver bullet. Right. You're not going to find an annuity that works like you think it's going to work. You're yeah. not going to find a Roth or a traditional IRA that's going to get you all the way what you need. It's all about right. a lot of conversations. And like you said, it's mm-hmm. the path. This is going to take years and years and years to figure out and to properly diversify and to yeah. reallocate and to think through and well, to plan and, and then the IRS will throw a wrench and then we're going right. to redo it all and then that's well, what happens every and, few years. And that's what happened to I mean the, the SECURE Act actually yeah. changed the changed game. Strategic. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and it, was it, massive, it now works massive. best with that diversification we were just talking about if you assume that you're going to spend most of your income or most of your assets within your own lifetime but uh, the limitation again goes to traditional IRA assets as well as Roth IRA assets. So you know, yeah. for the ten years after your passing, uh, your children are going to have some time at least to deal with how they might handle things. But it's still going to be you know you, you would have the traditional IRA assets taxable, mm-hmm. those Roth IRA assets non taxable. But it's so them. important to start having those conversations now. Right. Oh, let's yeah. let's talk about their assets not that you know specifically maybe what your children and grandchildren have but you know if they're if they're a doctor making 900 a year you you probably have a good understanding that they they may not Mm -hmm. need as much as you think they need so maybe it's a a a distribution of gifting maybe you start gifting more out of the ira for the required minimum juices or rmds now you know there's there's different strategies to talk through different ways to give people money or charitable Mm -hmm. organizations be it a some type of a trust 
to gift to them. Um, there, are, there are definitely strategies to use, but part of it is what do you have? What is your ultimate goal? It's always, you'll always hear me hear about, um, talk about intent. What is your ultimate intent with the right. money? Right. Yes, you, you don't want someone to pay taxes. Well, that's not going to happen. Someone is. So now, is it more important for you or them? And then how do we get you to that intent? Where do we, what's that path that's going to lead us right. to that direction? And I think age is a big factor in intent too. I mean, here yeah. you're talking about somebody who's 52 and 27, but if you've got an 18 year old grandson and, and you don't want him to inherit your IRA and have unlimited access to how much funding he's pulling, you know, that's a conversation you need to have as well. Not just what's it going to cost them, but how much access do they have to funds if they're younger or not as good with money. Yeah. yeah. Trusts well, are going to be part of that conversation for mm-hmm. sure. And then keep in mind, beneficiaries can be changed. The intent that you want multiple people to receive that, but if you pass away, the person that inherits that can change their um, their mind from different conversations. Mm-hmm. So again, well, trusts could come into play with what you were talking about. I mean, well, what about here's the million dollar question: Why why don't I just leave them a life insurance policy? We have, yeah, that's a good idea. You can still have, you know, yes, you're taking distributions over 10 years, paying more taxes over that 10 year. But if you have a, a, an insurance policy to offset some of that, that is that may be worth looking at again it depends on your net worth it depends on what you have in totality and and that's something that really is going to be structured to you and your family's specific needs mm-hmm. all of these conversations should be really structured you can't read any article and say oh that's for that's everyone the one. right it's it really but is more a often diving that life into that insurance conversation. thing is for people with a bigger wealth a larger wealth mm-hmm. you know could could see some real estate some things that they may not be able to sell quickly for taxes you know um, we, exactly. we may need a life insurance policy to sell or you know to, to receive the cash to then pay taxes. Um, but I think that, that definitely your specific situation is so important to discuss and individually. If you want to get in touch with us, you can always call 770-429-9166 and ask questions of Jesse Thomas, or you can get in touch with DJ Barker, and either one of them can help you answer these types of questions. Or both. Yes. Well, How maybe even at the same time. How exciting. We have got, a meeting with both of them. Believe it or not, we've got teleconferences. Crazy. I mean, technology. Talk about video. Back to the tech sector. Okay, That's right. You can yell at DJ to put his mask on That's right. through a video. <laughs> Buddy, I know what's up now. All right. Okay, guys. Uh, coming up, we're going to hit our listener questions for the week, including some on uh, qualified plans. Uh, deductible travel expenses and if we got some time possibly a space race you're listening to money talks your trusted resource for your money your future your life All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. 
This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.